welcome to week five of the One Man Ride podcast. I am your host, Michael Ward. Um, so, this was a fun week for me. Uh, got to see a lot of games. The um, live streams are a godsend, um, especially when my car has been broken down and I've been getting it fixed piecemeal. Um, got brand new tires last week. Uh, nice Continentals, very uh, expensive, of course, because nothing's cheap on these stupid cars. Uh, and went immediately, got got the tires on, and um, went on straight to Cincinnati to watch a game through a rainstorm. So they work well in the rain. I know that right away. Um, tonight, I think the front end work gets done, and then I'm off on the road tomorrow to go to Alabama, University of Alabama, and then to Texas Christian, and then home. I'm bringing my son. Those are his final two schools. So I'm going to drive to Alabama, drive to Texas, and then drive home. Uh, So I will not be watching anything live this weekend. Um, I'm going to count on a lot of people who I've talked to to send me updates, let me know. Some of these games will be live streamed. I will be watching it. It happens to be the spring game at Alabama. Um, that is why they have him coming down there. They want to, they're, they're recruiting him, so to speak, uh, for the Honors College, which is very nice. Um, and so we will be at the spring game, which will be airing on ESPN. That's how crazy that football is down there. So that's going to be a nice experience. Um, just as a reminder uh, to people when I get Twitter messages or emails, uh, I am one person. I am one person. The one man ride is one guy, me, uh, and so I can't cover all of these teams all throughout the Midwest. That's I, I can't. If you could see some of the messages I get and how upset people are, like, why aren't you covering this team? Why aren't you covering this team? I can't. It's just I can't. I'm sorry. And and what I'm trying to do is be an aggregate of the whole area is to overview the whole area, try to lift up the whole area, so I can't do really deep, deep, deep dives into Ohio or Indiana or Illinois or Michigan or whatever we're talking about. But there are people online, on Twitter, uh, who do those things. Um, Again, I will post as many as I can on my Twitter and to get them. But I mean, like, Lax Columbus... He's got his, he knows stuff that's happening before it happens. He's got some inside information somewhere. I know a lot of people always sit there and say, oh, there's, you know, be careful around him. I said, whatever. I, I, I like him. I get a kick out of him. And he knows, and he knows what he's talking about. Ohio um, Boys Lacks. That's another account um, that does Ohio. Uh, I know who is behind that. I don't know if he wants anybody to know, so I won't say that. That's another follow. Cindy Lex covers a lot of Cincinnati, but puts out scores of everyone. Those are three right there in Ohio. There's all across Michigan. There is um, Mitten State in Michigan. Um, there is, in Indiana, there are so many of these things that are they're all like the same. It's like Indy Insider, Lex Indy Insider, the real Indy Insider. There's about five or six of them. I don't know who's who, um, but... There's usually uh, um, 
there's usually good coverage. So those are the ones that will, dwell, that will drill down in your individual state for the most part where I'm trying to do the overview. And as far as an overview, I'll, I'll, I'd like to work with all these people. I want to be together with this. I want to push them uh, because it's not a one, as I like to say, it's a one-man ride, but I want everyone to work together because it's all together we're going to grow the sport throughout the Midwest. Um, so, I, I mean, I'm more than happy to do that. Here's the other thing, though. Again, I am not um, always the nicest person in the world, and I don't like being talked shit to and and. Believe me, it's not always the best idea. Um, if your school isn't following me on Twitter and they have a Twitter account, I'm not going to that school. I'm sorry. There are, I'm covering, I think there's around 700 schools in the Midwest that play lacrosse. I don't mind if someone doesn't follow me. That doesn't bug me. What bugs me is when the parent calls me and says, why aren't you following me? And I said, why isn't your school following me? And then they still don't follow me. So that's fine. Uh, there are a lot of uh, clubs that don't follow me anymore. They used to. They don't follow me. Try to figure out why. I don't know. Maybe you could figure it out. I don't need to spell this out for you. People think I try to work against anybody. I don't care about anything. I'm not making any money on this. I'm not trying to make money on this. I want everyone to grow together. That's the simplest thing I can say. I want everyone to grow together. I would like to not do this. I would like to just sit home and watch lacrosse on my own, but I'm one of those kind of people that when they say, God, I wish someone would do something, I'm the person who says I'm the one who will do it because if I want it done right, I'm going to do it. So some people might like the way I do things. Some people might not like the way I do things. Here's the great thing. You could turn it off. You don't have to listen to me. You don't have to follow me. I appreciate every single person who does follow me. I appreciate every single person who does come up to me and say hello and say you're doing a great job and whatever. We're over 15,000 listeners on this. That's crazy to me. 15,000 people have listened to me. Babylon. Um, anyway, so that's sort of, uh, it, it's like, I, why do I have to keep reminding people of that? Um, I'm not talking to you. And if you think I'm talking to you right now, that's probably the problem. When I call about a team or bring a team or rank a team, I'm not taking a shot at you. I'm just telling what I think. It's that simple. Again, don't have to believe it. Don't have to like it. This is what I'm doing. You could have your own podcast. You could do your own thing. That's fine. Um, but it's not personal. Nothing is personal. I, w I wish nothing but the best for everybody here. I want everyone to succeed because success begets success. Okay, well, anyway, so back to the whole the car is fixed and I got that and I got to go on the road last week. So the game that I went to right away, the very first game, was uh, Dublin Jerome at San Xavier in uh, Cincinnati. Um, I'll tell you what, I was really looking forward to this game because, again, I have been on Dublin Jerome's bandwagon since two years ago. I had very high hopes for them last year. Uh, I know they were under the radar to some people, and that's why I thought it was sort of cool because I'm like, oh, this team that people don't think about, I think he'd win it all. Um, based on how good they played defense two years ago, I saw how young they were, I saw how they played defense, and I said if they could learn how to get a more consistent offense, they're going to be um, unstoppable. Well, they're pretty damn unstoppable. Uh, they went into St. X and they won 18 to 12. 
And it was just an enjoyable game. I mean, this is the game, this is the kind of game where I just sit back and enjoy it. And just say, wow, I wish I could watch it again. And I think I probably can somewhere. I probably can go online and watch it again. But it was just such an enjoyable game. These were two teams that came out battling. This is what it's all about. This is it. Jerome plays a style of lacrosse that I absolutely love. It is go, go, go. It is pressure. It is riding the hell out of the other team, six-man ride, uh, with a pole on offense, so when the, when the ball gets turned over, they got a pole on the ride. They go after every ground ball. Everything is go, go, go. Not only that, on offense, they move the ball around as well as any team I've seen this year. Any team. I've seen Culver being playing. I've, and I've said, we've had a problem. I've said there's been a, a, an issue with um, uh, sloppy play, and it's getting better. You can see it. And, of course, we all knew this would get better because the year off killed people. It was awful. And, it, and you could see it. Um, but it was just a great game. Jerome is a legit team. The better part about it was St. X. I had seen St. X play a little earlier. Uh, I'm, you know, and the, not to mention all the, the naysayers who call and message and say, St. X is down, St. X is down. And I always say to them, you keep selling yourself that St. X is down. And then if you're playing them in the playoffs and they beat you, you don't know say next. You don't know Coach Nate Sprong. Um, I think their sideline was awesome. Their coaching staff was awesome. Both, both sidelines, both coaching staffs, both teams. It was physical. It was spirited. Um, it was great. I, I, I loved it. Every here's here's my message to the parents. There. Every time someone gets touched, it's not a murder. What is that? Well, I heard. What is that? 50 times. It's the new wheels. It's the new wheels. Instead of wheels, it's what is that? Every time gets hit, I heard someone else go, what is that? What is that? It's not a penalty is what it is. When you don't see your coaches going crazy, you shouldn't go crazy. Because you know what? Your coaches care about it more than you do. So if you see a coach, you can say, okay, maybe the ref blew the call. Or maybe it was questionable. Or maybe your ref is, or or maybe the coach is trying to work the ref to get a call the next time. But if you don't see your coaches going crazy on the sideline, they don't think anything happened. And I guarantee you they're more in tune to the game than you are. So that's just my thing is the old, what is that? What is that? Uh, oh, I love the other one. Kick them out of the game. I haven't seen anyone kicked out of the game in two years. Kick them out of the game. That's a de- de- deliberate headshot. Now, there are some times that there are deliberate headshots. They get locked up for two minutes. I don't think they're going to get kicked out of the game. Um, but I didn't think that this game was dirty by any means at all. Just want to say that. Great game. Loved it. Everything about it was great. Next night was San, Ig- uh, San Ignatius versus Brother Rice. Uh, Brother Rice going to San Ignatius. Was that at San Ignatius? Yes. Couldn't make that one. That was the problem with the, the, the car. Uh, couldn't make, or was that the day before? They're all mixing up. Anyway, St. Ignatius beat Brother Rice 9-7. to um, I had Brother Rice as the number two team in the, in this, in the Midwest at, the, at that point. Um, I wasn't shocked. Uh, Brother Rice still looks a little um, sloppy. Uh, they were missing some players. That's not an excuse. That's part of the game. You're going to be missing players, and you got to fill in. Brother Rice is loaded. This is not a team that, oh, you know, we're rebuilding. They're reloading. Brother Rice doesn't rebuild. They reload. Uh, so every guy that filled in is a stud. 
they just look like an identity is missing a little bit. That I, I mentioned it to someone. The last time Brother Rice played was two years ago, obviously. They won the state championship. They had three leaders on that team. Justin Glod, Michael Cosgrove, and um, James Donaldson. I'm, I mean, those were legit, great leaders. I don't know where the leadership is here yet. I don't know how there is. I mean, I've seen, I don't know if they're actually picking camp. They're, they see more of a team. They need to figure it out. St. Ignatius, who I've seen lose and I've seen win, and I have very high hopes for St. Ignatius. They looked very good. They looked like a step quicker. They got to the ball, and they played good defense, very good defense. And that was sort of maybe an issue with them in a couple losses um, was their defense. Uh, they got some players back that they were also hurt. They got some D-middies back. I think I think both teams are heading, are, are going to be contenders. Of course. I, I mean, there's no question both of them will be state contenders. Um, but I know that one set ripples through um, through the Midwest. I know people are like, oh my gosh, Brother Rice lost. And I said, well, you know, if you watched the HSC game, you could have seen how Brother Rice might have been missing something. Now, the important thing for Brother Rice was they had a game two days later against Heartland. And Heartland is is the team... Of all the people in Michigan are like, watch out for Hartland, watch out for Hartland, watch out for Hartland. They got, I think it's Brandon Plemons and, and uh, Bo Lockwood, who's a scoring machine. And th- this was a game, if Brother Rice was looking down after losing, where Hartland kind of come in and said, we're going to punch you in the mouth. And Brother Rice came back. Uh, again, they won 17-8 against Hartland. I'm telling you right now, there are people in Michigan who didn't think that game would be that that lopsided. Um and again, Heartland is still in it. I don't. I, Michigan is so early right now; it's hard to even choose because they've been delayed. They've been put off. Now there might be a two-week delay again. Um, this COVID isn't going away. It's going to affect everything. It's not going away in a month. It's not going away in three months. It's going to be the same type of summer again. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be the same summer we had last year. The world is going to revolve around Indiana and Grand Park again. Promise, I mark my words. There was not going to be a time where like, oh, we don't worry about COVID. It's not going to happen. Um, put that in your in your in your forward thinking and say, okay, let, let's just learn to deal with it. You know, whatever that takes. Um, then we went Cathedral Moeller. Archbishop Moeller came to Indy in my backyard, so I got to go watch that game. Um, the most torrential downpour I've ever been in in my life. I mean, the rain was unbelievable. I mean, I, it didn't stop. And when it did like let, let up, it was like, oh, it's, it, this is a relief. It was coming completely sideways. There was no protection. I had my umbrella completely sideways. And, and it's hard because... Cathedral doesn't have any stands. You're just standing on the sidelines. So when you have everyone on the sidelines with umbrellas, you can't really see. So I'm moving back and forth and back and forth. Um, Moeller won that 13 to 8. I don't think that score accurately tells the game. I think Moeller dominated a little bit more. And I think maybe they got complacent with a big lead. And then all of a sudden, Cathedral jumped. Cathedral has started off the first half of games so far this year terrible. Their first halves are terrible. And they've been down, and they have to battle. Um, That's something that needs to change. 
I saw some changes from Cathedral this week. I saw different maneuvers where, again, you know, Coach Gruber, there's a reason he's won all these state championships. Just like I say Coach Sprong, they win these championships because they know how to make changes. I expect Cathedral um, to, to, to make a move and, and, and fix whatever might be ailing them. Um, so I don't count them out. Uh, Culver, St. Ignatius, uh, Culver won that game. You know, to, to even play them is, is better for each team. And, you know, it was a big score, 28 to 24 to something, eight, I don't know. Um, but again, I don't, I don't put that against the team. I give the team credit for playing that team because it's going to make you better. It's going to show you where you might need to, to go. That was another one I got to see it on the live stream. The live stream, like I said, is great. Saw the Brother Rice Heartland. Uh, game I saw last yesterday or two days ago was Brother Rice again against Orchard Lake St. Orchard Lake Mary. Um, Orchard Lake St. Mary, I believe, is D2 off the top of my head. I think they're a D2 team. Sorry, I should have had that down. I don't. Um, they were winning at halftime. They were, they were playing. They were in there playing. Uh, it was great. Could have been yesterday. Um, Brother Rice came back and ended up winning 11-5. to But like I say about Ohio, and this is what I've said about Ohio this week, was there are no easy outs in Ohio. There is no you're going to play this team and, oh, this is a win. Ohio is deep. Everyone's getting better. There are not – I mean, maybe this year you could say, oh, well, how about this? You could say this year there are seven teams that are legitimately contending for the state championship. Seven. Seven. If you told me one of these seven teams was the champion, I'd say, oh, okay, that makes sense. And some of these teams have to go through three of the other teams in their own region to get to the final four. There could be three of the top teams in Ohio, and only one of them can play in the state championship. That's how deep it is. That's how great it is for Ohio, and, and Michigan's right there. There's no easy out. Orchard Lake St. Mary, that's not an easy out. Brother Rice just learned that. They had to tighten up and do that. Um, Upper Arlington... And Dublin Kaufman, there was a lot of a lot of pub for Dublin Kaufman. Um, I personally thought they weren't going to be this strong this year, um, and I think maybe the game yesterday with Upper Arlington, um, Upper Arlington beat them thirteen to three. I think that is the comeback to earth talk of Kaufman. Now, the best thing about the comeback to earth talk is okay, we're not as good as we think we are. What do we need to do to get better? That's that's why all these are great. And then the biggest, probably the biggest game that sent shockwaves through um, the Midwest was MICDS losing to Desmet Jesuit 8-7 to in overtime. Um, it's the first time that MICDS, I think, has lost since 2013 in the city of St. Louis. Um, again, injuries for MICDS. I'm not taking anything away from Desmet Jesuit. It's just... You play with the players you have. All these teams have injuries. All these teams have maybe the big gun out, the big face off. It was a loss. Um, my hat's off to Dismas Jesuit. Am I CDS? Let's see what you do to respond. That's, the, that's, that's what you should take from it. It's not the state championship. The goal is the state championship for everybody. So a loss right now shouldn't kill you. Uh, it should make you better. Okay. So that was last week, so let's get to the rankings this week, the things that I know everybody loves to talk about. Um, and, oops, sorry. And uh, I got my little ranking sheet here. 
that I did uh, did some notes. Okay, so number one is Dublin Jerome. Uh, so last week, let's just give you the last week what I did for the top ten. Last week, St. X, Kentucky was number one. Brother Rice was number two. Dublin Jerome was number three. Springboro was number four. HSE was number five. MICDS was number six. Upper Arlington was number seven. Loyola was number eight. Nutrier was number nine. And Benil St. Margaret's was number ten. So after thinking all week and saying, how could I rank three teams that haven't played... If a team lost and got punished in my rankings, so to speak, how could a team that didn't play be ranked ahead? So for, if you'll notice this week, there will be no teams that aren't playing ranked. Now, that doesn't mean I don't think they're great. I think Loyola could beat almost everybody. I think they can beat everybody. Uh, I think at Benil St. Margaret could... Again, all these teams could beat all the other teams. That's, it's the Midwest. That's what we do. But I think... Um, but I can't... In, in, I can't... I can't all of a sudden say, oh, Loyola's better than this team because that team lost and Loyola's sitting there uh, at home. And again, I'm only bringing up Loyola because they were number eight on the list last week. So, back to this week. So, Dublin Jerome is 7-0. They're scored 143 goals and only given up 38. Uh, they beat St. Ignatius 20-15. That's a big victory. They beat St. X of Ohio 18-12. That's a big victory. They've got some games coming up. This is what the best part is, is you go through Ohio, and they all got games coming up. They're all playing. It's not like, oh, this is, they've got legitimate games. Dublin Jerome's playing Liberty. I, I don't, I'm not sleeping on Liberty yet. People are like, oh, they're done. You know, it's over. I said, no, no, I'm not, I'm not. Okay, they're, they're, they're going to spoil parties. I promise you that. Then they're playing HSC. And then Hudson, which I think to some people might be a surprise. It was a surprise to me. Hudson's a strong team. We'll see if Hudson's legit after playing this team. Uh, number two is, is St. X of Kentucky. They are 7-2. and two. They've scored 132 goals against 36 goals. Their only losses are to Culver Prep, which they lost 8-5. to five. And IMG, they lost 12-6. to six. They beat Springboro 15-5. That's... I think that's their best victory. Um, again, I don't think Kentucky's the strongest state, so they got to go outside to, to get some ranking. They have Carmel, Indiana, coming up this weekend. Carmel is a team that's so athletic and can score in bunches, uh, but Carmel needs to put it together. They need to put it together. This, this game is more important to Carmel than I think it is to St. X. Uh, last year, St. X absolutely boat raced them. Um, the... Um, it was. It, I was at that game. It, it was. It was not. It was not pretty. Um, so they need to make Carmel needs to make a, a stand here, and then they place it. And then Saint X plays Saint X to Cincy. And every time you play Nate Sprong coach team, it's going to be. A, it's going to be a tough team. Number three will be Springboro. They are four and one. They've played the gritty teams. They've played gritty. They're. They've got fifty four goals for thirty seven against. It's not these crazy blowouts. They're, they're winning tough. Now, they lost to St. X, Kentucky in the beginning of the year. They beat St. X, Cincinnati. They beat Liberty 15-6. to They beat St. Charles Prep. Now, again, that's a team that I keep looking at and seeing. This team has given people a little bit of a fits. Um, so I, I don't know if they're, a, 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 they're going to 
they're going to take on everybody. But I, it, they look like they might be the one that comes up and punches somebody in the face if they're overlooking them. So, um, but now Springboro, their upcoming, their big upcoming games are Western Reserve, Moeller, and uh, Dublin Jerome. That's that's no slouch. You'll get a, you'll get to see a lot from them. They also have six games in between that, so I hope they're not looking. They got Mason, Loveland, Milford, Sycamore, who was undefeated until yesterday when Indian Hill beat them, I believe. Marymount and Kaufman. So Springboro's playing a, a they they again a lot of answers. This is how it works. Uh, Upper Arlington, they're six and zero. They don't seem to be getting the love from everywhere. Uh, they're my number four ranked team. They've got eighty five goals for twenty against. They beat Thomas Worthington thirteen to five. They beat. Did I say Upper Arlington? Yeah, they beat Western Reserve uh, twelve to six. They beat Kaufman last night thirteen to three. That was a big one. Uh, the Western Reserve was the big one. Although, again, not to knock Western Reserve, but Western Reserve is not Culver. They're not there. They're not close to being there. Um, I think at some point they will. I think they. I think is. I think as they get better and 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 have more kids going there, I think they will be that kind of team that will have two of those teams in the Midwest. I just heard Wheaton Academy in Illinois is starting to take post grads. That might be another one. So I, again, I don't hate it. I don't. I'm not one of those people that don't like that. I like these teams because they make other teams strong. Uh, they help other teams get strong. It might be a detriment to these teams. It might be a detriment for Culver to keep playing these teams, and then they go up against the Malvern Prep, who all of a sudden it's like, wait, the talent level just went up really quick, and then you get caught off guard. Uh, I think there's a, a, a balance you have to work there. Uh, but Upper Arlington has uh, Culver. Speaking of Culver Prep, they have Culver Prep this week. In my backyard, right at Grand Park, and I won't be here. Uh, I'm sure there will be a live stream that I could watch. They play Liberty. Cathedral, let's see. Cathedral needs to, to get back. Uh, they play MICDS. That's another big one. San Ignatius and Brother Rice. I mean, that's going through fire right there. That's a fi- That's fire. That's, you know, here you go. Now you got Brother Rice at five. That's a drop. Uh, you got to take the drop when you take a little loss. They're still a stud team. Uh, they're four and one. They got fifty-seven goals, four twenty-eight against. Brother Rice is not scoring like they normally do. They are missing the cage a lot. <laughs> um, I don't worry about Brother Rice. I don't. I'm not. Uh, they lost to San Ignatius nine to seven. They beat HSC six to five. They bounced back against Heartland, and I think Orchard Lake St. Mary gave them a little scare, and I think they they rose back up to the challenge there. So they have Cathedral coming up. They have Catholic Central coming up, which is next week. That's, that's the doozy. That's, that might be one of the biggest games in the Midwest ever, every year. Uh, they've played for the state championship, I think, the last six years. DCC won it once. Um, uh, Brother Rice won it five times versus them. They also play um, St. X and Upper Arlington. Again, if you're not noticing a pattern of these top teams – the pattern is, is they're playing out of state, and I know not everyone could do it, but if you can, you should. And the best teams are doing it. You know why? Because they know it's to play the best, you'll be the best. Um, it's not about being afraid to lose a game. You know, your regular season really is not going to matter if you win the state championship because you've played the best and you lost three games to some of the best teams. You learn from it. Uh, at six is HSC. They are three and one, 46 goals, 421 against. 
They lost to Brother Rice 6-5. They beat Carmel 13-9, and they beat Forest Hills Central 8-5. They play on Saturday Liberty and Jerome. Back to back. Same day. Um, Personally, I think it's a little crazy. Those are two legit teams, especially playing Jerome second. How they just are relentless. Um, Coach Beasley from HSE is a great coach. I'm sure he's going to have his players ready. They are a tough, tough team. People who don't know them, they are tough. They are tough. They are mean. They won't back down to anybody, ever. They will not back down. They are as tough as any team. It should be great for those two teams. And again, that's good for HSC. You know, hoping that everything works out well there. I mean, the the second game could get a little squirrely. Kids are tired, depending on the heat. You know, you don't want a kid to get injured and something like that. So that's what we're hoping to knock wood on that one. Uh, so now we have Archbishop Bowler. Again, they're 6-0. and Not a lot of love. Uh, they've got 68 goals for, 38 against. They beat Liberty. They beat Mason. Barely beat Mason. That was why I had some apprehension. Now, Mason's rebuilding. Uh, they've got some nice talent. they got a really nice coach that I like there. Um, they were beating, they were, Mason was beating Moeller, and that, that gave me, I'm not going to lie, it gave me a little pause. Like, wait, you know, because some teams might not play up to their talent. Might, some teams might get complacent. I think complacency is probably the biggest enemy because these are high school boys. You know, they think, oh, this team beat that team, we beat that team, so we should beat them. The transitive property doesn't work here. So that, made, that gave me a little pause, and then they, they beat on Cathedral pretty good, 13-8. They've got St. X. Big rivalry coming up, San Ignatius and Springboro. They're playing three more teams. Here's the surprise, I guess, to some people. Will be Shawnee Mission East. They are from uh, Kansas City, Kansas. They're 7-1. They have 134 goals for them, uh, 46 against. Their only loss is to Episcopal Dallas, they're 15-9. They beat Bentonville, Arkansas, which is a team that's 13-1 right now. Their only loss was to them. Rockhurst Jesuit, they beat 12-9. And here's the battle. They're playing MICDS on Saturday. This is the battle of the Plain States, okay? Um, MICDS is ranked number ninth. They're 6-1. They've got 112 goals for, 37 against. They lost to Desmet Jesuit. Yesterday in OT. Like I said, since uh, 2013. Uh, again, there could have been some injuries there. Doesn't matter. Play the game. They beat Christian Brothers. They beat Rockers Jesuit. So the, te- the, the, the two teams, Shawnee Mission East beat Rockers Jesuit 12-9. Rockers, uh, MICDS beat Rockers Jesuit 17-4. Does that matter? None of it matters because they're playing on Saturday. As I said, this is, the, this is, the, this is my marquee game. Of this week. Uh, the showdown in St. Louis. So I'll get into it in a second. So number 10 uh, for this week is St. Ignatius at 3-3. Three and three. Which is shocking here is St. Ignatius is 3-3, three and three, but they lost to Western Reserve in overtime. I, I question that loss. They, I think they could have won. I don't know what happened there. Uh, they, beat, uh, they lost to double Jerome 20-15. to 15. Okay. Culver Prep. I throw that out. They beat Brother Rice 9-7, and they, and they beat Cathedral 21-12. Sleeping on Ignatius because they're 3-3 three and three is going to cost whoever sleeps on Ignatius at 3-3. Three and three. That is a legit, legit team. They are challenging for the state championship. 
Um, I would say that they'll be one of the last teams standing. Now, there are so many games that haven't teams that haven't played. The Loyola Nutrier, Benil St. Margaret, Prior Lake, um, Lake Forest. Let's let's go through those. But again, it's hard to it's hard to you can't do it. And then you have the Michigan teams who do I think Catholic Central is going to be there? Yep. Heartland? Yep. East Grand Rapids, Forest Hills Central, Forest Hills East. Orchard Lake St. Mary's is a surprise to me. I can't wait to watch more of them. Detroit Country Day? These teams are all legit. They just need to start playing more and seeing what happens. And I'm terrified of what might happen in Michigan that they might stop them from playing. Uh, that would be a shame. That would be a shame for these kids, and, and, it, and it sort of breaks my heart. Um, but the game of the week will be the Shawnee Mission East versus MICDS. Um, if you're a fan of the Midwest Lacrosse, you know MICDS. Everyone knows MICDS. You might not know Shawnee Mission East. Uh, I think it's safe to say that Shawnee Mission East would like to be known like MICDS, and I think they they're, they've got the players. Shawnee Mission East has got some very nice players. Kate Eldred, who I've seen play a bunch of times, he's a complete stud. Uh, he's going to Denver. Uh, Zeke Johnson, quick, shifty, uh, great player. Um, Max Holbert, uh, Holberline, and another attack, and Jack Hamilton. They've got some nice offensive players. They can score. Uh, MICDS, for people who know, there's Crawford Bundy. Uh, he's one of the Bundys. They're, he's going to Georgetown. He's a stud. Uh, Cam Curry, maybe underrated, another great player at MICDS. P.J. Behan is a beast, going to Brown. Uh, Will Kazmarek, he's a tight end. He's playing, I think he's playing football. Uh, just a big, powerful, big, powerful kid. Both teams can score. Both teams can play. Both teams might not be the deepest. So fatigue could be an issue in this game. Um, I think the face-off is going to be huge in this game. I think the goalie play is going to be huge in this game. I'm hoping there will be a live stream that I could watch it. But that is, um, like I said, that's the showdown in St. Louis. I think whoever takes this... Um, I think whoever takes this is on the top 10 and whoever doesn't is off the top 10, to be honest. Um, unless of course, crazier things happen, but that's just, you know, me and it's my, it's, it's my list. Um, but these are the games that they have to play. Now I say all the time that I think MICDS is one of the most important teams in the Midwest. And I'll tell you why, because they're in St. Louis. They're not in the hotbed of Ohio, Michigan, Illinois, uh, Minnesota, um, Maybe you could say Indiana, something. Indiana's in the middle, so they get to play all these teams. St. Louis, they don't get to play them all. But everybody knows MICDS, so it gives legitimacy to the Plain States, as I like to call it, the Plain States. Uh, so Shawnee Mission East, getting that name, will give another team in the Plain States more credibility. We need more teams like that, so that certainly going forward, Again, we know this pandemic is causing issues. MICDS usually travels and usually plays the top teams in the Midwest. Shawnee Mission East, to be the next MICDS, to be on the same level, they're going to have to do that. I know they want to. I know their coach is reaching out to try to play things, play teams. It's very difficult. Kansas City's sort of far. You can't sleep overnight. So I, you can't fault these guys right now. The fact that these two put this game together on the fly for this Saturday just shows you what it means to them. That they know to get better, they got to play the better teams. You know, they're, 
This is a battle. This is the battle of the Plain States. This is the one. There's a championship belt on this one, in my mind. In my mind, this is the championship belt, okay? I expect both of these teams to win their state championships. Um, so this is the battle of the Plains. It's a showdown of St. Louis. I can't wait. Looking forward to it. I'm sure I'm going to have a lot of people talking about it. So that's that. Um, so that covers this week's traveling. That covers this week's um, top ten. Uh, if you need me to run it down again, let's do it again. Double Jerome, Sanex, Kentucky, Springboro, Upper Arlington, Brother Rice, HSC, uh, Archbishop Moeller, Shawnee Mission East, MICDS, and St. Ignatius. Um, there you have it. Mark it down. See how it works. Compare it with yours. Contrast and confirm and deny and talk and whatever. Um, okay, so now there's another issue. Hang on one second. I don't know why something's... Okay. Okay, I have a... The thing that I love the most about doing what I do is I get to talk with parents and kids. I get to talk with players. You know, a lot of kids send me messages and they send me uh, videos and can you promote this and I'm looking to go here. And I do it because, you know what, any kid that's got the guts to reach out and talk to a, uh, an adult on their own to push their own thing, I like that kind of, that kind of confidence. Um, and it happens a lot, and, and I get to, I become a, a cheerleader for that kid in a certain way. Uh, I, um, like, uh, Jaden Smith, uh, you know, I've talked about him very fondly from Culver. He's an LSM. He got a pretty bad injury this weekend. I felt horrible for him. I, I, I think he might be out for the year. I feel terrible for him. Um, but like, he would send me a message, thank you very much. You know, the, the kids who reach out, it's, it's fantastic. Now, we all have kids at home. Most of us are listening have kids at home. And this has been a very tough two years. I mean, a year and a half, two years. And it's wearing on kids. I mean, it's wearing on kids. I could tell with my own children. Um, they're zombies at some point. So there's just zombies. And, you know, I am a parent who pulls their kids out of their comfort zone. Uh, you know, I force them to talk. I put them in the car. We go for long rides. I mean, my son, God, he's, he'll be in the car with me for 24 hours uh, for the next five days. I mean, eight hours to Alabama, eight hours to Texas, 12 hours home. Um, and I, But I use that time. Like, this is like the, this trip that with him will be like the bow on the beginning and this is the end. I'm sending him off to college. This is it. So I want to tell you something that happened. I had a kid reach out. This week, Tuesday, Monday. And he's reached out before. Like, you know, he's telling me his stats and how he's playing and, and, and this. And I'm like, oh, great. How, you know, how's everything else going? And is everything good? And you're feeling good? And you're feeling looking forward to, you know, playing this summer and all that? And, and, and the message that I got back was, like, chilling. It, it was, it was I'm, not, I'm not doing good. And hang on a second. And uh, I, I got scared for him. So I said, T hey, man, tell me, tell me what's going on. And, and he just sort of, I mean, this is all in, in, a, in a DM. Like, and it was just like, I don't know where my life is. I have no direction. I have nothing. I feel depressed. I feel scared. I don't know what I'm doing. 
And so I just sat there and said, hey, you know, what, what can I do? What can I do for you? Let me tell you something, you know, and I said, uh, everyone cares about you. I said, any problem that you're feeling right now, I said, it's not going to be a problem in five years. Don't let right now cloud your judgment. I said, I care for you, okay? You're a kid who calls and sends me messages, and I care for you. I care. And believe me, your parents care for you, and your, and your, and your siblings care for you, and your parents and your coaches. I said, you can't just sit alone and, and get into a dark spot. I said, you need to, to put yourself out there. You need to talk to somebody. Um, so we went on a little bit, and, and again, I, obviously you could tell it's a little emotional for me. Uh, and I said, listen, if you're thinking of hurting yourself, don't do it because it's a, it's the worst thing about this pandemic is I guess, you know, half a million people have died. That's terrible. The kids who have commit suicide, I think is worse. Sorry. I have a relative who died of COVID. Uh, I think the suicide is worse. I, it's, a, it's, it's got a very deep meaning to me from past experiences with, with friends and whatever. It, it, it scares me to death. Uh, so I just said to him, listen, go talk to your coach. Go talk to your parents. Go talk to a counselor. Go talk to your friends. Go talk to some. If you want to call me, call me at any time. I gave him my number. Call me at any single time. Anytime you feel anything like this, you want to talk, you just, I'm here for you, man. I'm here for you. I care about you. I care about you. Everyone else cares about you. Please remember that. Please remember that. Every day you wake up, remember people care for you. And all I want to say, and this is what I believe about coaches, that coaches are more than just the guy yelling at you, telling you what to do and telling you to do drills. At least the good coaches, in my thoughts. A good coach is almost a, a mentor, a, a, another parent. They get to know their kids. They get to love their kids. There's different coaches. I see coaches who aren't close to their kids at all. I see other coaches who are hugging their kids constantly, and I sit there and go, I'd like to play with that coach. I'm asking all the parents. I'm asking all the students. I'm asking all the coaches, everyone who's listening to this, do me a favor this week. Just start talking to kids. Just when you're standing on the sideline, coach, just say, hey, man, how you doing? Like, really, how are you doing? Nothing about lacrosse, nothing about grades at school. How are you doing? How are you doing? Do you need a chance to talk? Parents, bring your kids. Say it to your kids. Hey, remember, it doesn't hurt to say I love you every day. I love you. I want to let you know that. I love you. Because there are parents right now who didn't say I love you, and their kids are gone. And if that love you maybe made the something stay, maybe made uh, a second thought, an, an extra chance, that might have been it. it. We're talking about lacrosse, and we're talking about kids competing, and I think, the kid, I think kids competing, it, it helps raise self-esteem, and I think kids with higher self-esteems uh, are less likely to harm themselves, um, commit suicide, it's an epidemic. Um, but even these kids, even the brightest, smartest, sharpest kids might be going through something. I, I, even my kids have gone through something. I've, I've sat down and, and talked to my kids and said, hey, and, and been shocked at what I've heard. Like, wow, I didn't, I didn't know this. Um, and so when you sit there and think about it with your own kids, 
It could be anyone. So please, I'm just begging you. I'm begging you. I, 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 I can't. Um, I think that's the most important thing we could learn from this and do from this is is make sure that we get our kids through this. Because just think if it's the one thing I tell my son all the time is he has to overcome his own adolescent brain. Because think about it when you're 16, 17, 18, 19, your brain isn't working right. It's telling you to do everything wrong. <laughs> I mean, it tells you to do the easy way out. Instead of working out, lay down and play video games. Instead of doing this, you know, you're, you're thinking about girls or you're thinking about boys or you're thinking about whatever. You're, 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 Hormones are all over the place. And it tricks you. And I tell my son, you have to, you have to do, fight against your, your, I think that's the difference between kids is, is you get a, you get a stupid thought and you think that's important and you think it's, it's the most important thing. And in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't mean anything in five years. I, I do the, what do you, like when I talk to my daughter or son, I say, what, What's upsetting you? Is this going to matter in five days? Is it going to matter in five months? Is it going to matter in five years? Tell me. Tell me. You know, let's go through it. What, tell me what this is. You know, um, because some girl on Instagram said something about you, does that matter in five weeks? You're going to be best friends with her again um, or vice versa or whatever. You know, there's so many different things. Social media, again, for a guy who's on social media, uh, I can see how it could get to people. I can see how it could get to people. I can see how people just sit there and 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 get um, go down a rabbit hole because it's happened to me. I've done it. I've gone down rabbit holes and followed this and done that. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm I'm a relatively well-adjusted person, which could be you know relative, like I said. Um, and these kids aren't fully formed brains. They're, they're still figuring it out. It's just synapses firing, and it's and it's questioning, and it's. And throw on top of it the uncertainty of school, the uncertainty of not being around their friends, their peer group, the uncertainty of physical contact, of, of any of that. Um, it's a panic right now, and it's, and it's a tragedy, and I don't think it's going away anytime soon. So all I could do is just implore all of you, take a minute, give your kids a hug, tell them you love them. Give them a look and say, is everything okay? Let's be honest. Let's have a chat. You know, they might say, come on, mom. Come on, dad. Get to, the, hey, do you know any kids that are hurting? Has any kids talked to you? Hey, have you talked to your friends? Hey, tell your buddy you love them. I mean, I know that sounds crazy. But I just keep thinking. I, I was worried about this kid who reached out to me. And I've said, call me. And he's called me and he sent me messages and he said, thank you. And I said, listen, I'm here for you forever. And I'm saying this right now to any child out there listening, any kid out there listening. I'm not your parent. I'm not your coach. I'm just a voice talking about lacrosse. But if you think you need to send a message to me, talk about something, I'm here. I'll do it. I don't have a problem with it. I'm here for you. Life gets better. I know things are down right now, but it gets better. It gets great. Um, it really does get great. Please, if, 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 it, if it's that bad, call me. If 
find me, I will talk to you, please. Uh, any parent, if you can't talk to your child, have them call me. Uh, believe me, I've talked to a lot of kids about a lot of things. I, you know, when you do this thing, and, and, and again, I've talked to a lot of parents, I've talked to a lot of kids, I'm okay talking with kids. But please, let's do this. Let's, let's make sure that this is an important part. Coaches, let's make sure, you know, just a little fist bump from, you know, and again, the, I think there's such a powerful thing of, of physical contact. Like, you know, give yourselves, give each other a hug and a little something. And, and you know, it's being banned in places. You can't touch. I mean, just think of that. You can't touch. You can't do anything. We're, we're, that's the kind of people we are. Um, and I'm sorry to bring this down and make this a downer, but you know what? I have a platform and there are people listening and I know it just helps somebody. So if it can help one, it can help many. You know, it it was a scary, and and I know my guys listening right now and I'm here for you, man. I'm here for you. You know it. And and you're going to be great. And and trust me, you're going to do great. Um, and I want you to spread that word to your friends who might be thinking like you, who might be upset. Because if you're thinking it, your friend's thinking it. So talk to your friend and say, hey, man, we're in this together. Let's do this. Let's, 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 let's try to work each other's issues out. Let's, you know, let's talk to people. Let's talk it out. A lot of things is kids don't know how to talk these days because they're not social. They're more online. So it's, it's like a, the, the social awkwardness. The, the, the ironic part was this conversation was taking place over texting until a later point um god this sort of just i I apologize i again i apologize for bringing it down and taking this off the cross but we all need to be there for our kids for any kid for any kid for any kid if you see something if you see a kid just say hey how you doing just give him a little pat on the back It, it could be as simple as that i you know, I'm not a shrink. I'm not a child psychologist. I'm just someone who knows how to deal with people. Uh, I'm not afraid of talking with people. I'm not shy. Anybody who met me has known that. I'll talk with everybody. I'm there. I, I just, I just, I can't, I can't fathom keeping going what's going on already um, with this epidemic. And again, I think, I think something that's happening right now is I think there was so much talk of. We're looking good. We're getting out of it. We're doing great. Everything's great. And all of a sudden you start hearing, oh, this is getting shut down. When I saw that two weeks, when I saw that there was two weeks shut down in Lansing, Michigan yesterday, I think it was yesterday, all the days blend together. Um, all I thought was, Jesus, these boys and girls. It's like pulling the rug out from under them. And then if it happens there, it's going to spread. Um, and and that's just here it's tough enough being an adolescent it's tough enough to be a teenager it's tough enough to be an athlete and a student and especially the older kids and especially kids who are worried about going to college and they're worried about getting recruited there's a lot of issues and it's not the way it used to be where you could just your peer group you just talked about it they don't do that anymore it's not the same thing um god i feel like i'm just preaching here um but again, I just wanted to say that it was very, very, very important to me. Um, uh, and yeah, I mean, please, I, I hope, I hope to any again to any kid who's listening. MFW at one man ride dot net is my email.
at one man ride is my Twitter. You could DM me. I literally am available 24-7. If I see a message, I'm getting back to you. It's that simple. I don't care if you just need me to say, hey, man, you're good. Uh, whatever you need, I'm there. If you're, thinking, if you're thinking something bad, if you're thinking about doing something bad, I'm here. I care about you. I, ca- I do. I care about you. I care about every one of these kids that play. I care about every one of their relatives, their sisters. I care about all of them. You guys are our future, and I want you guys to be there. That's why I love watching the sports. I love watching the competitors because when you see these kids, I go, these are the competitors. These are the success ones. These are the ones who are going to be taking advantage of everything and doing great in the future. Athletes, people who compete, uh, people who are in debate, people who play to win and lose. I believe in winning and losing. And I believe there's good in both. And I said this to my son last night because, of course, I took all this out on my kids and I was saying, you can't have good without bad because you won't know what good is. You won't know how to win if you don't know how to lose. I said, so just because something feels bad now, it might be great then. Um, And then, of course, music. I I think music is a a great healer. Um, And... and I'll just try to get it a little lighter before I close off. Um, One of my favorite things is uh, when I'm driving in my car and taking these trips, like to say next, I have, you know, on my iPhone, I have 5,000 songs and I just play random, you know, Um, like, oh, hey, let's, let's just let it play. And if I don't like it, I fast forward. I always judge a ride home by if I had to, uh, um, change the song, you know, and I have very eclectic tastes. Um, and, uh, so on the way home from, uh, Cincinnati, I had my, I had my, uh, songs playing and the, uh, I didn't change the songs once. And I just, I came in and, uh, I told I told my wife, I said, just had a great ride home. Now, I'm telling you this. Halfway home, I'm fist bumping in the car, and I'm banging my head because of one song. So I, I, I could remember the three, like a, a back-to-back-to-back-to-back stretch. It was, <laughs> it was Barry White. Barry White came on, and that immediately got me grooving a little bit. You know, All of a sudden, I'm up to 90 miles an hour. And then a Papa Roach song came on, okay? Uh, called Forever, which just jams hard. Uh, so then I'm, you know, now I'm at 100. Uh, another Barry White song. Came so I'm laughing. I'm, I'm having a blast driving home by myself. Um, and then a Kenny Loggins song came on. Guns N' Roses, Motley Crue, uh, Kanye West, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Tom Jones. It was like a, it was like... I, 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 what made me laugh so much is I'm like, if someone was sitting in this car with me and heard this thing, they'd be like, what, what the hell kind of mix is this? Because it was all over the place. Oh yeah, there was like a Dixie Chick song in there too. <laughs> uh, but I never changed it. And I sat there, I'm like, this is great. And I, and I drove all the way home and I, and I, I didn't want to stop. I needed gas and I didn't want to stop like mid-highway because I'm like, this, is, this role is going too much. It's going too well. 
So I didn't. And uh, finally, the last song, I was almost home. The last song was like, oh, I didn't want to really listen to it. Um, and so I stopped at the gas station like five minutes from my house. And <laughs> that's when I stopped for gas, as opposed to uh, going straight home. I had to fill up for gas and then. And then I just sat there and I'm like, this is an all-time winter ride home. Um, so those are the kinds of things that get me happy. I'm simple. Uh, I'm, I'm good. But again, can't wait to see how the week turns out. Thanks for listening. Sorry I got a little heavy. But please remember again, we're all here for each other. This is a community. Uh, and, if, and if you don't want to be here for somebody, um, send them my way and, I, and I'll do it. So until next time, uh, peace. Thank you.